Hi, everyone. Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Bosses, where we interview badass investors who are crushing it in the commercial real estate space. I'm your host, Sierra Hoffman. And on today's call, we have Andrea Swick of Big Shine Capital and Good Good Investing. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me, Sierra. Awesome. So as usual, I love to learn more about your story. So tell us your background, what you did before, and how did you get into commercial real estate? Yeah, so I actually started off my career in corporate in Silicon Valley, and I was working for a lot of high-tech companies, and we decided that I was going to be staying at home with our kids. And I really don't do just sitting around waiting for them to come back home from school. Yeah. I knew that I had to do something. And prior to actually even getting into real estate, I got into a business and entrepreneurship that went really well. But there's just some things about it, like logistics and fulfillment and stuff that I didn't love. We moved from California to Texas and we had some capital to deploy. And so I'm like, what do we do with this? So we got into real estate. But yeah, we started off with single family and then we wanted to scale a lot faster. And I learned about multifamily through a conference and have done that. And that's a main part of our portfolio today. Um, so got into multifamily. When did you first learn about multifamily and start that? part of the business. So that was about two years ago now. Okay. Awesome. So two years in, what does your portfolio look like today? Yeah. So I have over 1,500 units, assets under management of $140 million portfolio. Obviously not my own money, all my own money, but yeah, syndicating. So I think awesome. it's across eight deals across multiple states too. Okay, great. Yeah, that's a lot in two years to get into 1,500 units. So tell us about how you were able to grow so quickly in just a short amount of time. Yeah, so we started off as passive investors, and then we just loved the idea of being able to be general partners. So we started getting in the right rooms with people. So we invested into mentoring groups and found our first deal through one mentoring group as our first GP. And I can totally chat about it because it was your first deal is always like a whirlwind. <laughs> and then all the other deals came a lot easier and we put systems in place and all of that. And we went into another mentoring group and just found more partners that we could be general partners with. Okay. Awesome. Now, when you started off and you were good at getting into these deals, were you helping with raising capital? Were you more involved? Like, how are you and your husband involved as far as like your involvement in each deal? Yeah, so our first deal, my husband is an asset manager. And so he combs through the financials and does the investor reporting. And then I concentrated on raising capital. And at that point, really, we didn't know how to raise capital. So we just asked our family and friends if they wanted to buy an apartment with us. <laughs> yeah, nice. So that's exciting. Obviously, you were able to get that business to grow fairly quickly. And now what is your current strategy as far as are you looking to acquire new properties? What is your role today? You just focus on raising capital or, or do you have other things that you're doing as well? 
Yeah. So our last deal that closed was in December. And now, and I predominantly, my role is capital raising and then being investor relations and then obviously being on those asset management calls and all that. But now we're really looking to diversify and offer just a different product um, to our investors. Investors are, you know, super hungry to get out of 401k and stock and put their money to work. And so now we're diversifying into other avenues of where we can syndicate. Okay. So what does that mean? Look, other avenues. We right now are about to launch. So you're getting it first. We're going to launch a vineyard, like, and having our investors really come in with us on the wine crop and harvesting grapes for wineries. We're not investing in a vineyard, but we are investing Mm -hmm. in the harvesting of wine grapes. Oh, okay. Interesting. That's funny because I just had a guest recently that talked about vineyards as well. So I don't know if you guys know each other. Really? Keely, yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So we're working with Keely, exactly. Small world, right? (laughs) Perfect. Yes. Small world. So that's exciting. On that podcast that I had with her, I did mention that I've always wanted to own a vineyard. So it's funny that's coming up because something that you can also own in a syndication model. I'm like, okay, there's a way to get into this business that's easier than what I had in mind, which is buy my own vineyard in Italy when I'm rich. I love that. Actually, I used to live close um, to Napa. I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area. And we would go a few times a year. And I just remember looking at all the beautiful wineries and being like, this is the retirement plan, like crossing yeah. fingers, you know? I know. There's something about it because of how beautiful they are that I'm just like, yes, Great. they look calm, drink all the yeah. wine, wine. I would make my wine sweet. <laughs> Same here. All right. Now, obviously, you have been able to grow a fairly large portfolio focusing on investor relations and that aspect of things. So I wanted to talk today about branding and just creating that brand presence for people that are wanting to become general partners and wanting to create those relationships and create that presence that's really going to catch people's attention. Because I think a lot of us, we come from different W-2 positions, we may not necessarily know how to brand ourselves. And so can you talk about the importance of branding and how that does that play out into our business when it comes to finding these investors? Yeah, I'll just go back to my first deal where we really didn't have any systems and branding and positioning in place. And it was a little difficult to show our credibility to investors, right? So we started with people that we knew, but even when you start with people, you're like, do you really know what you're doing? You you have to have some kind of presence and credibility. One, I do believe that you should start off as a passive investor first so you can see how everything Mm -hmm. works and then be invested in a deal first before you bring your investors in. But I think branding is so huge because you want to have that why that you can present to your investors. And then it's just like a natural message, right? If you have your name done, your website done, you have your why established, you have like all of your pillars, the ins and outs of why you believe multifamily is actually beneficial for your investors. 
right? I always say people over profit care more about your investors than you do your bottom line. And you're going to be so successful. And so when you have all of that kind of defined and um, you have it in a way that you can present it to investors, your capital raising is going to be so much easier. And then you are sure in yourself that whatever you have defined of the whys and the pillars, it becomes more concrete. It's not a sale anymore. It's really, let me help as many people as possible to come in with me so that we can get wealthy and build this together. And I think that really resonates with people. Like I mentioned, we didn't have those systems in place. Now, fast forward, we have our website done. We have um, a lead magnet. We have an email sequence. We have a CRM where we have our own podcast. We're nurturing all of that. Like the more messaging you get out there, the better. And it's not just, it's going to be few and far between when you can meet someone and they invest in your deal. It's Mm -hmm. like there is a nurturing that has to happen. There's an education that has to happen for people, I think, to really get it. And then especially if they're in W-2, to jump on the bandwagon of investing in real estate. Absolutely. There's a a nurturing process. You can't expect someone you just met to hand you $50,000, $100,000 right away. So there's definitely a time lapse that you got to create that relationship and build that. And a lot of times, especially if you're doing something like a podcast, like you're building relationships with people, you don't even realize they're listening to you every week or so, however frequently you're you're posting. So that's definitely valuable as well. And so one thing you mentioned was figuring out your why. So I wanted to go into that as well and talk about what is your why for getting into this business? My why really, I have a few, but my main why is so that I can build wealth to be overly generous with whoever is in need. That's like my overarching picture. I do want to leave a legacy for my children. I do want my husband to retire, right? But I feel like my biggest why and driver is so that I become a conduit of the wealth that gets poured into me and that I make. I'm a conduit to release it back and to bless others. I think like, and when you have that, you know, thought process, I believe that more comes to you as well. You know, not that I'm doing it because I believe, you know, it's going to, there's going to be more, but just that like we could be that conduit to bless others. Amazing. And so speaking of that, you mentioned your husband and you've created a company that helps people with this branding process and creating the systems and the automation. So can you speak into, because I know a lot of people, myself included, I I don't like to necessarily create content all the time and write emails and do all these things. I'm fine with podcasts because I mostly just am asking questions. So that's easy for me. That's why I have it going. So can you speak into people that maybe don't know what to write or what to say or what to post on social media? How is that process? How can you help them with that process or how can they maybe help themselves with that process? I'll start with saying we are so passionate about giving syndicators a platform and it's like a turnkey system. So like we didn't have on our first raise, 
We want to help, especially capital raisers, have the platform, have the website, have the automation, like all of the backend stuff. And let me tell you, one of the needle movers was like monthly webinars and like meetups and stuff. But that all comes with a registration and then reminders and then following up after that. So all of that is what we do, the ins and outs of how you capital raise and then nurture leads. From a content perspective, we do have a content writer on our team that can help with that as well. Newsletters, or if you have videos, we can edit the videos. I don't think that people are necessarily looking for someone to have a book. But if you can just share information, whatever you learn, put it out there. If interview someone or you ask a good question, just put it out there because I think all of it is valuable, especially so investors know what you know. So yeah, that's what I would say is just one, be present. You are powerful. You're an influencer. So put your content out there. Two, we have systems and people in place that we can help you do that and create content for you. But whatever, just be passionate about sharing to your audience. Awesome. Now, when it comes to creating a brand, what makes a good brand? And how does someone know if they've created a good brand name for themselves? For me, I think it's something that's memorable. All of our companies, we have big shine for us and it's something that's important to us. So we want to shine our light into the world. So when my husband was creating the name, we're like, oh, big shine, because we can shine to our investors. We can shine our light to the world. So our company, um, our marketing company is Big Shine Marketing. And then um, our syndication business is Big Shine Capital. He also helped me and my business partner, um, Rachel, with their podcasting, good investing. So good for our investor returns and good for the communities that we serve. So something that's more catchy and also something that really resonates with who you are to your core. I think that would make an amazing name. In terms of brand, it's really what is at the heart of your business. Right. And then having those right motives in place and just let that drive you and that carry through and through for your business. Awesome. Now, a lot of our listeners, they're pretty new to the investing game. So they might have, maybe they're trying to get their first deal or maybe they're in their first one to three and they're really trying to scale this up. So can you speak into maybe how long did it take from the time you said, I'm going to do multifamily to actually getting your first deal? Was that a long process or did it happen quickly as far as getting your first GP? Our first GP was, to me, I feel like it took a lot of time because we invested in four deals passively before we got our first GP. I think some ecosystems are easier than others to become a GP. I think in order, if you provide the value of capital raising, I think that will unlock a lot of GP opportunities for you if you're just starting out. I meet people all the time that they're syndicators or new syndicators and they want to be asset managers or mm -hmm. they want to be the deal finder. In reality, that might not be the fastest way to become a GP. But like I said, providing value on the capital raising side could be the fastest way to get there. 
Um, and in terms of uh, scaling, I would say just like networking with a lot of different people in a lot of different ecosystems um, and be that value provider. Be less on what can people do for me and what can I do for others more. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a huge point because this business is a team business and it's important to have those relationships to take down these really large deals, right? And each person gets to specialize in what they're good at. And maybe some of our newer people might not know, hey, I'm not good at anything yet. I don't have any strengths yet. They don't know underwriting yet, or maybe they don't know if they can really raise hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars to put into a deal. So I think a lot of our listeners might just be trying to figure out that role. So for someone like that who doesn't know what value they might be able to provide, what's your advice to those people? I would say get with someone who does have experience. And honestly, like if someone came to me and is, okay, I have no capital raising experience. I don't know how to do any of that GP responsibilities. I'd be like, cool, can you send a whole bunch of messages to people in this Facebook group? Or can you help me do this? There's always something that a beginner can add value to that is going to help generate more leads for someone on the team. And if you, a beginner, decide to do that and volunteer your time just to get close and to learn and to see the messaging that goes out, Huge value add, huge. Amazing. So key point, find a way to provide value, whether it's investing your time, learning the skills that you need to get into the business and obviously find yourself and attach yourself to a mentor. I think that is key in this business. Absolutely. So I want to go into walking through one of your deals. So you can maybe choose your first deal or just a deal that was more challenging than others and walk us through like, how did the deal come to your desk? What was good about the deal? And what kind of maybe went wrong that you learned and some challenges that you overcame that our listeners can take away from that experience? I'll go back to my first deal again. I think it was amazing that we were asked to be part of the GP team. They, I think they had a situation where a private equity firm kind of backed out at the last minute that caused them to need more capital to raise. And so we were approached by them and we were ecstatic. We were like, yes, finally. <laughs> and so what we did was we started, oh, this is a gem, actually. I forget like how we came up with this, but basically what we did was we got onto our phone and we sent text messages just simple, like to our friends and family, just simply with, hey, do you want to buy an apartment building with me? Because wow. people were like, what are you doing? So we got a lot of calls and I'm like, yes, okay, we'll go on to the next step. But even though we were raising in that way and it was great, I feel like our biggest learning was we need more family and friends <laughs> because there was only like a limited number on the list that could actually do it. And so it just caused us to realize that list will only get you so far. And it's not like it's different from person 
to a person. Even my friend who's super wealthy and that's who she's around all the time. Even her, like her first capital raise was harder than she thought and she didn't raise as much as she thought, right? And it really comes down to, again, like branding, your presence, your automation. How are you educating your leads? How are you nurturing them? People don't just go from not knowing about multifamily one second and jumping in. I think it's very rare for that to happen. So there has to be like a lot of education. So after that first raise, we're like, yeah, there's a better way. Let's figure out this better way. What are all the things that we need to do? So yeah, lots of learning and so much better now. We even have calls with people that just heard us on a podcast or that I don't even know personally. And that's pretty life changing to be like, wow, like I've now I have impact in the space without even knowing someone. Pretty cool. That is awesome. Now, let's say for someone who is in that situation where they want to expand their network and meet people that could potentially become investors, like where do you recommend people go to start building these relationships? I say start, go to a meetup group or start your own meetup group. And oh, Sierra, I saw that you just started one in San Diego. So shout out to you. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) not San Diego, but in uh, Orange County. Orange County. Okay. Yeah. So starting up with meetups, doing like even virtual webinars are huge. And then you post those virtual webinars because if you don't have the audience, post that on meetup. Like that would be Mm -hmm. huge. Network like at whatever conference is local to you. And then try to get on to different podcasts or just find, ask somebody to introduce you to someone that you look up to. Or I think that's the way that you get in in the right room with other GPs and also potential investors as well. Amazing. Thank you for that. Is there any final words or advice you'd give someone who is wanting to get their name out there, build their brand and get into their first deal today? I think that you just need to take the leap of faith and get out of your comfort zone and make people aware that you are looking for your first deal, that you want to be part of a first deal. And also maybe start with the capital raising side and see what value you can add to a team there. Mm -hmm. And then definitely get your marketing right and Contact my husband at bigshinemarketing.com if you need help with any of that. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much for being on the show today. And if people want to get in touch with you and and connect with you, maybe schedule a call with you, where can they find you online? Yep. So I'm at Big Shine Capital or Good Investing with my business partner, Rachel Grun. Find me on LinkedIn, on Insta. So yeah, reach out anytime. Awesome. Thank you, Andrea, for being on the show today. And thanks everybody for tuning in. If you guys enjoyed today's show, please write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Every review helps us to reach more and more people that are looking to get involved in commercial real estate. If you're looking to level up your investment game, join the Commercial Real Estate Bosses community. It's completely free and inside you will get access to our Passive Investing 101 Masterclass as well as regular live trainings where you can ask questions, 
and access to industry professionals and like-minded investors. Join for free today by going to CREbosses.com slash join. That's CREbosses.com slash join. Or click on the link below and I'll see you inside.